This segment is back with a new title and we are going to discuss some zombie survival tips. Hello and welcome back to Creators Dementia uh, Season 2 and this episode is going to be revived because... Uh, well, I should say the segment is going to be revived. Uh, I have, since starting season two, I have not done zombie talk. And I wanted to do that today. I don't have a guest with me today. Um, oh, I hate my squeaky chair. I got to sit still. But uh, zombie talk is getting a new name. And we will get to uh, my list and the new name of zombie talk after I give you a quick update of what is going on in my world so some of you know some of you don't I posted it on Facebook I am attending the local watermelon fest watermelon bad bad grammar bad I am attending the watermelon festival here in my hometown and I'm going to set up a table to sell books <clears throat> and I just got me a poster for all those who are watching the video. This is my uh, thing. Ha, my poster. Maybe I should back up a little bit. But my chair squeaks so much. I don't want to do that. So yes, if you got to see a little bit of that, that is the poster that I will be hanging up at my booth during the Watermelon Festival. So it is September 3rd. Uh, in Tompkinsville, Kentucky. So if you just so happen to make your way down here, stop by for a chat, say hi. I'd love to talk about anything regarding, honestly, anything. So if you just, you know, if you're bored, you want to come by and say hi, let's let, let's have a nice chat. Um, so other news. Um, there is going to be, I, I'm actually working with a couple of other people for this. Um, I wanted to do something new as well for Creators Dementia, give it a little bit more, um, uh, a, a broader range of creativity, I should say. So there is a audio anthology some of us are putting together. Um, I got m my good friend Dylan Moore. He's going to write a, a short story for this audio anthology. I got my nephew Dylan Ward, who's also going to join in with me, and he actually went to college for writing, so we'll get a professional going on here. Um, a, a, a good friend of mine named Alan, uh, he's the one that's put together, is putting together the companion story for Legion's Dawn about Sebastian. He's also going to join in on this audio anthology, and also my first interview that I've done for Creators Dementia, you should remember her, Carly and BB the Alaskan Rose is also joining me in this audio anthology. And once I get their characters and all this fun stuff set up, I will give you more details about what's going on. But for now, I think I will say it is about, uh, it's not zombies. So, haha, even though this segment is about zombies regardless but this anthology is going to be called the flare thank you dylan ward for the title and 
It's going to be set in the not so distant future where a huge EMP knocks out every electronic device around the world. That's a sneak peek into this audio anthology that is going to be coming up. It is going to be broadcasted and spread out through possibly eight episodes. Uh, I will read everybody's story and you all, you, you all, you all can, you know, uh, kind of connect with their characters uh, as they write them. So I think it's going to be really fun. And I'm thinking, of, and I'm also going to put in a character myself and that is, it's going to be a new way of thinking when um, it comes to apocalypse scenarios, considering the fact that my apocalypse scenarios usually involve zombies. You know, Tales from Quilandia was a fantasy apocalypse, but so this is going to be a nice little turn for my whole writing. So, yes, the flare will be an audio anthology for you guys to enjoy. Um, hopefully, we you know and get some feedback on it once it actually starts, and hopefully within a month we can get the first episode of the flare out there on Creators Dimension. I'm super excited about it. I cannot wait to share it with all of you. Um, I think that is all of the updates I have. I'm pretty sure. Um, not much else is going on. Uh, my wife did rearrange the living room, so now you can actually see my TV right over there. And you, our table is, you know, still visible. So, but the couch is over there now. So the living room actually looks bigger. My desk didn't move, as you can tell, because the natural light from this window makes the video quality so much better. I'm just, I'm going to leave my desk right where it is. So, I do believe that is all of the updates that I have. I do have new rack cards coming in. Um, oh, sorry, there is one more update. I created an email address just for Creators Dementia, so that way if you don't want to leave comments and stuff like that onto the audio or the videos that you see Creators Dementia do, uh, you can send me an email. It is creatorsdementia at gmail.com. Pretty simple. So if you want to just have a conversation through that way without having a public post or comment, I am more than happy to answer back. If you have any feedback about any of the episodes, you know, ways for me to improve, that would be fantastic. Or if you have something that you would like to share for Creators Dementia, that just through me and not through the public site, you know, I am more than happy to do that as well. And also, you know, with Creators Dementia, I have mentioned this before. If any of you have any type of work, you know, poems or flash fiction or short stories, you know, something that you would like to have broadcasted, you, you know, you don't have it published or anything like that, but want someone to read it out loud and maybe some listeners and viewers could get some enjoyment out of it. I am more than happy to do so. I, w I love to advertise author, independent authors, uh, local authors, you know, artists, anything of that nature. Um, I am more than happy to do so because if you're like me, you want as many eyes and ears as possible just so you can jumpstart your passion into actually uh, get, getting it into the career that where you can actually be happy on a daily basis. So, you know, I am all for helping you out. So if you have anything, you can know, send it to creatorsdementia at gmail.com. I'm more than happy to take a look. But uh, as the show continues, I am going to also continue to think of new ways to bring Creators Dementia to life. Um, 
So, yeah. Um, also, if you want to contribute to keeping Creators Dementia alive, you know, sponsorship, stuff like that, I'm more than happy to discuss it. You know, I'm not hurting for it because this is just something I like to do. Um, it's fun and it's a great escape. So, but yeah, if you want to, you know, just help out a little bit, I am right here and I'm ready to accept it. <laughs> Anyways, um, so let's get started on today's episode of Creators Dementia. Instead of the title being Zombie Talk, um, I'm floating with this title. If you think of something different that might suit it better, I am all ears, but I am going to call it Zed's Coda. Uh, you know, my Zed's stories is all about the zombie apocalypse, and to admit that I do use thesaurus, I try, and, I try to find a different word besides talk. So, you know, Zed's is related to zombies, so I was like, why don't I just say Zed's, because that's that's my thing anyway so it's now Zed's and Coda actually means talk and to an extent so Zed's Coda kind of reminds me of like Zed's code and this is a survival uh, segment so I kind of enjoy the word Coda if I'm even pronouncing it right but you know if you have any suggestions I am I am all eyes and ears for it but yes today's episode creators dementia Zed's Coda Zombie Survival Tips. I've got 20 of them listed. There is a couple on here that I'm just like, well, it's, I, I kind of, I'm on the fence with agreeing and disagreeing with it, but you know, you'll find out as we go on. Okay, so first zombie apocalypse survival tip separate friends from foes that is kind of a given I mean if you have a common sense you're not gonna hang out with the enemy uh, even though Walking Dead kind of incorporated Negan into their group so I mean the enemy become a friend I haven't really watched that far into it so I'm not sure exactly how that transitioned but you know if you can make a friend out of a foe then awesome but yes always know who to actually trust and who you need to have in your group do not have any enemies if possible sometimes you can't help it because they just you know walk on in there but you know try your best to separate friend from foe it's it's actually a good tip once i think about it Zombie survival tip number two, and I'm not going to say zombie survival tip every time. Uh, number two is set up a base. So, the way I see this one, you have to actually have somewhere to set up a base. And, you know, if you're a doomsday prepper, you probably already got one out there anyways. Uh, you know, you got to fortify the base, you got to stock it up, you got to keep it running. So make sure your base can actually live off the essentials of nature more than the luxuries of life. Or otherwise your base is just going to fail. You know, me, if I had my own base, I would have some fortified steel walls. I'd have a watchtower. I'd have all kinds of things. If I had the money to actually build a zombie survival base right now, um, of course, if the zombie survival zombie survival i apologize in advance if i start saying words 
that should not go together. It's been a long morning. I am recording this on Saturday and releasing this on Saturday because it's been a hectic week and I did not want to skip a Saturday. So yes, this episode is late, but I do still have it out there. So forgive me. Okay. Uh, see, and now I didn't lost my train of thought. Okay. During a zombie apocalypse, most people are going to be looting, stealing, and all that fun crim criminal stuff anyways. So maybe it'll actually be cheaper when the actual apocalypse starts. So uh, maybe I could actually build my base when it starts, even though it'd be a little bit difficult considering the fact that there won't, everybody's going to be looking for supplies anyways. But, you know, the, uh, it'd still be cheap, though maybe at some point. You know, I can build a base, but the uh, the tip is set up a base. Make sure you fortify that base. Make sure it's good to go. Um, keep a plan of evacuation, of course, if needed. But yes, set up a, a base to keep a community. You know, keep yourself safe. Keep your family safe. All that fun stuff. You know, that, that's kind of a given as well. Um, number three make hunting for supplies a priority now in the beginning of a zombie apocalypse it is going to be extremely hard yes resources will be everywhere until someone steals them of course but it will be extremely hard to have your necessary supplies as soon as it begins because the whole world would probably go in frantic even though a lot of people have seen zombie movies, apocalypse movies, you know, there are still some people out there that would take the chaos to a whole new level. So I recommend gathering supplies, you know, prepping basically before anything should happen. It's kind of like the 72 hour natural disaster supply kit. Have enough resources in your home to help you last at least 72 hours without leaving just in case of a natural disaster even a uh, weaponized disaster you know just have a good stockpile of resources and things like that so you know you can survive for a certain amount of days just in case you cannot get outside the door because if there's a horde of zombies outside your door it is highly unlikely that you're going to get out of there or, you know, people running frantic trying to steal your crap. If you got your own supplies and you are well protecting of them supply of them. Say, here we go. Of those supplies, then you should be fine. So I recommend having your supplies before something should happen. Now, needless, you know, regardless, you still should have, uh, have number three as a priority for, you know, make hunting for supplies a priority. Because no matter what, throughout your days, you are going to need survival supplies. That's kind of a given too. Now, all these tips, they you know it's you know pulled from the internet because I didn't. I wanted to make sure that my survival tips are at least. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, wow. Um. Uh, da, da, da. and for no that's not it reliable yeah I'll say that because uh, I have my own thing going on if it comes to a disaster 
scenario. So yeah, this so I pulled I pulled this list from you know different sources. Uh, number four, this one's kind of funny. I, you might as well just be living in Mexico. Don't drink the water. Of course, it it means faucet water because you know a disease could actually spread into the water, and you know that could actually start jumpstart the zombie apocalypse. It, there's many different things and reasons why you should not drink the water as soon as something like that happens. Make sure you have a stockpile of bottled water, or at least get a filter. You know something that is completely uh, great with filtering out any bacteria and keeping your water fresh. You know, even coffee filters are a good thing to have on hand. I have like an extra three, four stashes in a backpack somewhere for, you know, if you, if you're out there in the midst of the apocalypse and, you know, all the, the grid is down and all that fun stuff, you know, and you come by a stream, it's still good to actually filter your water. So I recommend getting coffee filters. They work. They're good. You know, there's, there's no back talking on that one. So yes, don't drink the water. Make sure you have your own water. Um, I recommend bottled water. I like bottled water. It's all I drink. I love my bottled water. Great value. Get a 15 pack for cheap. I need to go get me some more. Because I think I'm less than half a case right now. My 74, 72 hours is going to suck. Number five. It says, pull your weight. Now, for a minute when I wrote this down and I read, I was like, how is that an actual survival tip? Then I got to thinking, if you actually pull your own weight, people want you around and will not go against you. So if you do pull your own weight, people will be like, okay, you're a necessity to the group. Let's make sure he stays alive or she stays alive or they stay alive. You know, so that's actually kind of a good tip. Make sure that you can offer something that the group needs and in defense do not teach anybody else to do what you do because at some point they could be like, okay, let's lose him because we got this one that can do the same thing. Now, I know that may sound selfish and I can hear it sounding selfish, but if it's dependent on your survival, I recommend do not share your trade skill with anybody. Make sure that they have, they need you. Now, if you are in the midst of dying already, then okay share your um your trade skill because you know the group might need it and, you know if they treated you well then you're going to want them to survive anyways but yes pull your own weight uh make yourself a necessity for the group to survive so that way you can in turn survive yourself number six i do not agree with this one and i will tell you why after i read it it says number six eliminate the weakest link now i understand there are certain people that need to be in a group in order for a group to survive, to make a, help a community thrive. But if your weakest link is a baby or a child or someone that's disabled, but you're, you want them to stay alive, I do not agree with number six here. Now, if you are in a group of, you know, adults, I would say, and your weakest link is the lazy person that does not help with anything, and is literally going to cause problems, then okay, send them out on their own. But I guess you have to defy what an actual weak link is. So that's why I'm like, I kind of don't agree with that survival tip, but 
I can understand in circumstances and the actual link, I should say. But other than that, no, I, I don't. That survival tip is, <coughs> excuse me, is more than being selfish. Number seven, find the perfect zombie fighting ensemble. That just sounds ridiculous. Uh, if you have your own group, your own community, you can teach people to fight. Make sure you know how to fight. I mean, that's that's a given. But do not do not solely base your group and your community on people with a of of perfect zombie fighting ensemble type thing because you know there's you could actually have a doctor in your group that can't fight for nothing i mean yeah it's going to put a little bit more load on somebody trying to protect him but you know you're also going to need that doctor so don't necessarily focus on putting the perfect zombie fighting ensemble together but it would be good to actually have people out there in your group to know how to fight and how to survive the zombie apocalypse because that is basically what you are trying to do and it's what you need. But I don't see how number seven is... I don't even see how number seven is basically in the top ten. You know, that would be... At, like, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but I'm pretty sure you get the gist. Number eight. And you do have to remember this. I do agree with this one. Just because you are she- you have shelter doesn't mean you're safe. You may have four walls and a roof. Uh, you may have exits blocked, but you know there is no telling what could happen. Your shelter could be demolished, burnt down, could get raided. Always be on guard. Always keep a lookout. Just because you have shelter does not mean you are safe. And that's, I mean, we've seen that with natural disasters alone so you just imagine a freaking zombie disaster and you know people go crazy you know they steal stuff they break in stuff so your shelter could be a number one target for people so yeah always stay on guard and never can never assume that you are automatically safe just because you got four walls and a roof number nine and this is common sense Never turn your back on a zombie. And I agree with Zombieland. Always do the double tap. Two in the head. Or, you know, chop the head off. Then put one in the head. You know. But yes, never assume just because a zombie's walking slow or that you knocked one down that you are good and you can just continue on your day. Just never, never turn your back on one because it is surprisingly, uh, like, the surprise part of any type of zombie is strength and they have no moral compass so they don't care they just want to eat so yeah never turn your back on a zombie that'd be a bad thing to do if you guys can tell I am kind of tired today and I hope I don't bore you with this I wish I could make this more fun Add in a little bit of music, maybe. But I don't have an editor for this. It's, it's it's all me. So, if you're still listening, thank you. Uh, okay. Number 10. 
find ways. Oh, something went in my throat. <coughs> that was not good. <clears throat> okay, find ways to fight boredom. We do that anyways. And if there's a zombie apocalypse, you're not going to be able to, you know, scroll through Facebook and TikTok and Instagram, Snapchat, all the fun stuff, or, you know, the the boredom fighters that we do now. So you literally have to create new ways to keep yourself from being bored. Or otherwise, literally, you can fade away. Like, being bored sucks. So take a page from uh, I Am Legend. He was hitting golf balls off of a ship. Now, if it was me, I would gather up a bunch of paintball and paintball paintballs and paintball guns or BB guns, you know, BBs, pellets, stuff like that, golf balls as well, uh, and I would do target practice, and I would play like they do in Dawn of the Dead, uh, celebrity zombies. I'd, I'd play that too, you know, try and see if someone with me, you know, have a spotter and yourself, and they'd be like, okay, um, and you know, they spot, let's say. Uh, I want to say Burt Reynolds because he was uh, they did that in Dawn of the Dead. But uh, let's try and think of somebody else. Say they, uh, Michael Caine. Sure, why not? They're like, Michael Caine, you know, you look through the, the horde of zombies, you try and find a Michael Caine and hit him with a golf ball, a paintball, a BB gun, you know, anything. You know, there's, there's different ways you can actually fight boredom during the apocalypse. And those would be some of the things that I would do. I would honestly take up golf a little bit more. I think it'd be fun. See how far I would, if I could, I would honestly grab a set of golf clubs and head over to um, Washington, D.C. And I would see if I could get golf balls into the windows of the White House. I mean, nobody's there anymore. It's a zombie apocalypse. They all either... They're probably all in bunkers waiting it out, trying to figure out a way to bring back the world. So yeah, that's what I would do. I would get a whole bunch of golf balls. Like, And this is if I was by myself. If I was a, a lone survivor of a zombie apocalypse. You know, no ties to anything. I'd, I would go have some fun. I'd even take some spray cans and try to paint it. Uh, it wouldn't be the White House anymore. It would be the multicolored Fort of Justice. Number 11, be ready for anything. Yeah, anything could happen. If you're like me, you believe that you have a fighting chance with surviving the zombie apocalypse because of the fascination and the research that you have done this entire time, your entire life. But it is highly possible that during the zombie apocalypse, even though I have took many of the quizzes saying that I would outlast the entire thing, it is, a, it is still a possibility that I could turn in the middle of it, get bit, or even people going nuts could kill me, eliminate me. I mean, there's many different things, so always be prepared. Um, you know, there's many different scenarios that can take place during a zombie apocalypse, or any apocalypse for that matter. So always be ready for anything. And if you have any... Um, scenarios that you would like to tell me about and what you would do with it. I would love to hear it. I would love to read it. I would love to see it. You know, let me let me know what you would do. How would you be ready for anything? Number 12. 
and this I completely agree with. And you know, this is also from you know movies, shows, books, uh, even my own imagination. Be aware of humans. You know, it it sucks how this day and age we have seen a lot of it too. So, but it seems like someone's always out to get another person. It, uh, you know, they're always looking out for themselves and they don't care to screw anybody over that they come across. I've experienced it myself many times. And unfortunately I've probably done it as well. I am human, but I like to think that I didn't do it on purpose <laughs> and hopefully I didn't or otherwise that would just be a crappy human being. But my nose is itching off. I apologize. Oh God. Oh, there we go. Okay. Sorry if you heard me go. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, a lot of humans do suck and they will do whatever they can to make sure that everything benefits them and does not benefit anyone else. So always be aware of humans. Just like the ones, what was that place called? Oh man, how am I drawing a blank on this one? On The Walking Dead, they followed the train tracks. Wow. I am ashamed of myself. Five bucks says, once I get done with this episode, I will think, of it. hopefully at the, you know, toward the end of this episode, I'll think of it and I can just chime it in real quick. Um, so yeah, the cannibals, the ones, uh, said that, you know, it was a sanctuary, but it actually wasn't. They literally would find people, bring them in, cook them and eat them. Um, yeah. If you've seen The Walking Dead, you know what I'm talking about. And like I said, I'm sorry. I feel ashamed that I cannot remember off the top of my head. Uh, it seems like I'm not a true fan of the walking dead before Rick's disappearance, man, it'll pop in my head. And when I spit it out randomly, you'll be like, Oh, okay. He's got it. Oh me. All right. Number 13, clear the room. I put that in my book. You see it in shows. You see it everywhere. Clear the room. Make sure the room is safe before entering a building. Always be aware of everything. Um, be aware of anything, be aware of humans, be aware of zombies, you know, just clear the room out, uh, be safe with it. Of course, do not make too much noise if these zombies are attracted to noise and you know, be a ninja, be stealthy, keep yourself safe while clearing out a room. Uh, you know, that's basically all I got to say about that one. Just clear the room. Number 14. So when this one popped up, I don't know exactly what it is, but it says the fine line. But when I read it, it gave me an example. Like I thought, you know, when you say the fine line, you try and figure out what line you never do cross to keep yourself human and sane. But the fine line with this list is actually in reference to having two lines of defense. You know, you have your warriors, your army, basically, if uh, a whole wall of zombies is headed your way, you know, there's a fine line that they can cross to where you got to just evacuate. 
So I don't exactly know how to present that survival tip. Um, I guess know your boundaries. I'll say it that way. Know your boundaries. Um, I say I'm a lot too. <clears throat> if, if you have your base set up and when, you know, you have everything prepared to the point, my nose is still itching off. Ow. You have everything prepared to the point where you're like, okay, if they cross this point, then we are going to be overrun. We got to go. I'll call that the fine line. Be aware of your fine line. Know where the unstoppable is going to happen. The inevitable. Once uh, something crosses that line, know to get out and go. There. Survival tip. The fine line. Know your fine line to where you'll stay safe. Uh, number 15. Zombies aren't your main concern. And this goes against... This, against, this goes with be aware of humans and be ready for anything. So see, some of these tips are kind of repetitive but yes zombies are not your main concern because frankly people would be if we get the walking dead zombies they're going to be easy to fight unless they you know unless you're in a group of them you know they're slow take take them out one by one you're good to go uh, if you got the dawn of the dead zombies or 28 28 weeks later zombies 28 days later zombies you know um world war z zombies Okay, then zombies would actually be a real main concern. Fast. No morals. Feasting on everything, except for World War Z zombies that only feast on the ones that are not sick. But, you know, if it was those kinds of zombies, then yes, that'd be a huge concern. That'd probably be one of my main concerns. But your main concern, in all honesty, would be survival. Zombies would not be your main concern. Survival would be. And there's many different ways you can survive a zombie apocalypse besides eliminating the entire zombie virus because eventually the bodies will just fade away anyways. Number 16. And this is true. Choose your weapons wisely. Me, I recommend having a blunt object. And the most effective zombie weapon out there, in my opinion, and it should be a fact is a crowbar and I've said that before I said it in another episode of zombie talk but a crowbar does yes they are heavy I get that uh, but they don't run out of ammo you can use them for just about anything break a window pro open a door I use it to eliminate zombies I mean a crowbar is a great thing to have but yes choose your weapons wisely guns run out of ammo crossbows run out of ammo guns jam up crossbows can break uh, baseball bat is a good one, but it, it could eventually break. We've seen that in baseball games that, you know, they smack a ball and the bat shatters. So with your arsenal, choose wisely to what to pack, with what to pack, with what to use, and how, how often you should use your weapons in situations. Um, it's a... Uh, uh, it seems like most some of these tips are kind of common sense, I should say. But you know, some people, honestly, if anybody's listening to this or watching this and does has never messed with any type of survival thing, I guess this is a good list for you to have. Um, number seventeen. It's it's kind of funny. Uh, windows are not your friend. 
<coughs> Excuse me. Whew. Uh, I think I'm got some algae issues going on. But uh, yes, windows are not your friend. Um, if you're trying to hide out, of course, people can see you through a window. Windows are easy to break unless they're bulletproof, and it takes a little bit longer. But, you know, you are exposed with windows. So I recommend boarding up windows. Uh, you know, of course, you can leave a little peephole. That way you can actually see the outside world through the wood or whatever you got going on with it. But, yes, avoid windows as much as possible. They are not your friend. Number 18. We're almost through the list. Don't get stuck with a gas guzzler. Gas will run out because if you have nobody drilling, then you're not going to have any fossil fuels to keep your vehicle going, generators going, all that fun stuff. <clears throat> so, Daryl had it good. He had a motorcycle. Uh, I think a motorcycle is a little bit of an exposure problem, in my opinion. But, you know, they do. They can get through tight spaces, and, you know, they're not hard on gas. And you can go for hundreds of miles on them suckers with a full tank. <clears throat> but I recommend a four-cylinder vehicle of some sort. So that way, you can literally drive forever. I do not recommend an electric car. If the grid's down, you ain't going to be able to use that car. You have to use gas anyways. So yes, don't get a gas guzzler. Even though it'd be fun. If you want to play around in one, cool. But just remember, you are going to waste your resources doing that. So I recommend not getting a gas guzzler. Right now, I've got a big old Dodge truck. Thing is not easy on gas. So... If, and in my Zed's books, they all actually drove Dodge trucks, which is kind of funny. But if if it were me in the real world when it came to um, having a vehicle for the zombie apocalypse, you know, I would try and find me a four-cylinder, like, Nissan or something. Uh, something that's easy. Something that won't drink the gas. <sighs> Number 19. Okay. There's been speculations about this one. Um, I've seen it in Resident Evil. I know it's happened there. Um, animals. Now, with animals, it's a 50-50 toss-up. Because one, if a virus is as contagious you know, if, if this virus is as contagious as the worst ones, animals can probably contract them. Now, it's good to have a guard dog with you. You know, um, anything of that nature. But you know, animals are sneaky. We've Some of us have seen National Geographic. We have seen animal shows. You know, tigers, lions, panthers, even hyenas. And when they're not laughing, they are sneaky up on their prey. So... If possible, I would avoid animals. It'd be good bait. It'd be a nice distraction. But you're not going to be able to actually feed the animals forever. You know, if you got a cow, they could eat the grass around them. Okay. But, you know, if you have a, a dog or a cat, you know, they take dog food and cat food. That stuff might be hard to come by. 
when the apocalypse starts. And I know you can feed a dog table scraps or whatever, but what's that going to leave you? You're going to have to waste some of your food on that animal. Now, animals would be good to have around for emergency food situations, if you know what I mean. It'd take me a long time to get to that point. But be wary of animals. Um, if you have to have an animal, or if you do have an animal, keep them safe as much as possible. But in all honesty, it is probably not a wise idea to have one. In my opinion, anyways. Number 20. We are at the end of the list. Suit up. Okay. <laughs> Suit up. And that means protect yourself at all costs with anything you can wear. I have seen people, uh, movies use phone books, you know, to keep their skin covered and you know, teeth cannot bite through, you know, magazines, books, stuff like that. So, suit up for the apocalypse any way you can to where you are not exposed. Have the ability to have different pockets, compartments to store stuff. Me personally, I enjoy a good pair of cargo pants and cargo shorts. Now, I would not be wearing shorts during the zombie apocalypse, of course, but... I would literally duct tape any type of opening that I had with my clothes. I would duct tape the bottom of my pant legs to my boots. I would duct tape my uh, sleeves, the wrists of my sleeves together against my skin so it would not be exposed. And I would also duct tape the gloves to my hands. So that way nothing of that is exposed. I would have a helmet. Uh, a good paintball mask would actually be nice. A riot mask would be great. Um... And I would always keep something covering the top of my head. Like right now, I have a hat on. But I would have possibly, if I had one, I would have a helmet. And I would keep all this covered. So, And I would be wearing steel toe boots more than anything. Yes, they are heavy. Difficult to run in. So that's a problem. But a zombie ain't going to bite through steel. So if they got a hold of the, the toe part of your boot, it's going to be very hard for them to actually try to actually sink their teeth into the skin on your toes. So yes, suit up the best way that you can. Now, that is it. May have felt like a classroom session and I apologize if it did. But these are zombie survival tips. You may need them one day. Who knows? These survival tips are actually good for any type of disaster. So, even if you're like, zombies will never exist, you can honestly keep this survival list as a backup for natural disasters, chemical warfare, you know, anything. That's what I've always told everybody. When it comes to surviving a zombie apocalypse, you can incorporate all your stuff into any type of doomsday scenario, except the world exploding. We ain't going to help that one. Or the sun exploding and killing us all with a fiery blast. That None of that's going to help you. But with all the other apocalyptic scenarios, these survival tips are actually good. Incorporate with all of it. Um, so yes, 
that is it for this episode's this episode's haha this episode of creators dementia zed's coda zombie survival tips i am starting to get a headache so that's educational but if you have made it this far i really appreciate it thank you so much for listening thank you so much for watching like I, said, I think it is a lot more fun when I have somebody else to talk to. It's not just me. So I'm hopefully going to be able to do that a lot more often. I'm trying to set up interviews because uh, if you're like me, sometimes you just get tired of hearing the sound of your own voice and only your voice. So, and if I have, you know, if I have somebody to debate this kind of stuff with, it makes it so much more entertaining. So yes. Maybe on my next uh, zombie episode, Zed's Coda, I can have someone in here chiming in with me and telling me their uh, views on all the stuff that I've been talking about. That would be fantastic. So if you actually want to join me on an episode of talking about zombies and zombie-related things, I am here to say yes. We will video each other. I will video us in discord record and edit and do all that fun stuff and we will just have a grand old time but thank you very much for listening I really appreciate it Creators Dementia is a passion and it is going to continue and I hope I can make it a lot more fun and hopefully one day I can get a co-host that would be fantastic you know if at some point maybe I just don't feel like doing an episode I can have my co-host do one and you all can listen to them that would be great. But odds are, I'm going to be here for every episode. Thank you very much. I really appreciate the support and all the views and all the listens. Um, it is Saturday, so I hope you all are having a great weekend. I hope everything creative in your world that you can imagine comes true. God bless you. really appreciate everything y'all are doing. And said if you want to get into contact with me over anything regarding anything creatorsdementia at gmail.com email me I'd be more than happy to tune in thank you guys very much I'm probably going to go drink a Red Bull to energize myself up probably have a little bit of caffeine so that way I can get rid of this headache see y'all next week uh Look, I'm a zombie.